Ready to feel confident about your body? In love with fitness and health? And empowered to hit the gym? Do you need a level up? And do you need to surround yourself with a group of women with the same very goal? Imagine the life you could build if you had someone in your corner helping you in and out of the gym. Sis, you can have this. I am looking for some women to join the Growth Collective, a group program where you receive a personalized fitness program, weekly nutritional e-guides, monthly private and group calls, and access to the most expansive and empowering group chat. Applications are open right now. You can book in your one-on-one call with me for free via the link in the description. Let's talk about you, your fitness, your goals, and where you can go from here. I cannot wait to chat to you, sis. Enjoy the episode. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello and welcome back to another episode of That Gym Girl Podcast. It is your hostess with the fucking mostess, Angel Wallace-Miles. Oh my goodness, I am fucking pumped for today's episode. You guys, I don't even know if you know what's coming. Basically, I have the host of the Healthy But Human podcast, Callie. She is also a Pilates gal who owns the Sweaty Studios, which is basically an online platform for my Pilates gals. She is a content creator. She is a businesswoman. She is oh, just a fucking weapon is the best way to describe her. She covers all things mindset, uh, single psyching, single psyching? What? That is not a world. What? Oh my goodness. Sorry. Cycle sinking, Pilates, gym, fitness, nutrition, wellness. She is the girl. She is the girl. So without further ado, I hope you love this episode. We really dive in to how you can actually start your Pilates journey, how you can overcome so many challenges in your life. And we really break it down in a way that is super digestible. I really think you're going to love today's episode. If you do, please, I would love if you could give us a cheeky little follow on whatever platform you're listening to this to on Instagram. And if you're really, really liking it, feel free to share it in your story and tag us because that is always amazing to get the word out for the podcast 
and, you know, helping other women feel empowered and feel that they can truly take up space within the gym. Okay, I am not going to take up any more of your time because you need to listen to this episode. Okay, enjoy. Welcome back to another episode of That Gym Girl Podcast. Oh my goodness, I am officially joined by Callie. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Thanks for having me on the show. Uh, did I pronounce your name right, by the way? Like, I don't know if yeah. my Australian accent is warping it. It was perfect. Oh, perfect. Amazing. <laughs> amazing. I was like, oh, I want to say right. I've said, I've said guest names wrong before. And they're like, mm, that sounds really bogan because you're Australian. I was like, oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am so excited. My listeners are so excited for this chat because I feel like you are such an expert in all things health, wellness, Pilates, you know, your content is crazy incredible. And I'm just so excited to have you on. Firstly, how has your day been? It's been good. Like I was saying before, I've been kind of go, go, going. I have a bajillion things happening in my life right now, but it's a blessing. It's good. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I woke up this morning and I was just, my body, it was like, no, not today. So we've been having a chill day and nap. I just woke up from a nap right before this so we're feeling good but yeah I love that you know what I'm already gonna just pound a question on you because I something's just come to my mind that I often hear is how do you know right that you're resting versus being you know lazy and you should be accountable and da, 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 da. like how do you actually you know people online say oh you need to listen to your body what does that actually mean Kelly I love that question because I definitely think you can sometimes listen to your body a little too much and get into the habit of you wake up and you just don't feel like doing something and then you're like, oh, I'm just not going to have a, have a productive day today or I'm not going to go do that workout or whatever. I think end of the day, think about the time you were sick last and think about how your body was feeling or think about a time when you were about to get sick or you just felt exhausted to the point where your body was just feeling kind of weak. You were just feeling a little brain foggy. Maybe your eye was twitching. You're showing some physical symptoms of needing more rest. I think that's the best place to start is I woke up this morning. My eyes been twitching the past few days. I woke up, mm-hmm. had a bit of a headache. My, my body was just feeling really exhausted. And that was my reminder to just be like, okay, we're going to take it slower today. We're going to slow this down but then okay get real with yourself a lot of times you'll wake up and you have that project at school or at work that you're just dreading and you make a million excuses to not do it and you just have to get real with yourself and check in with yourself and be like am i procrastinating this or am i actually needing to take a breather today so Mm -hmm. i always say to do the things that you are resisting the most but you also have to make sure that you don't overdo it. So there is a fine line, if that makes sense. Yeah, 100%. And I guess, you know, when we say listen to your body, the only person who actually knows what that means is you. So you and I can have this chat and for somebody else, it's a completely different feeling. And, you know, have you, I'm already just going to dive in. Have you figured out ways to tap into your body and to, you know, do you, I know the answer to this, but I'm just going to ask questions. You know, do you journal or do you meditate or do you do anything where you're like, oh, like how do you actually check in with your body and actually create that relationship? So I'm a huge believer in cycle syncing. I love working out, doing my life with my cycle. And I really believe that hormonal health is really important to living a healthier, happier life. So mm-hmm. 
Typically, if someone who doesn't know what cycle syncing is, as a woman, we have four different phases in our cycle each month. So we have the menstrual phase, which is when you get your period. Then that's followed by the follicular phase, which is when your hormone levels are beginning to increase. You feel your energy increasing. And then you move into your ovulatory phase, which is when your body actually releases that egg. That's the time when you're really fertile. You're feeling really good. You're feeling confident, energized. And then you move into the longest phase, which is the luteal phase. And that's when your hormones are starting to go pure and they slowly lower and lower and often Often the week before your period, you're feeling really eh, kind of lower energy, not as amazing, maybe a little grumpy. <laughs> I know I get a little moody right before my period and then it repeats. So for me, that's been a really cool way to operate with my life. I try to build my work schedule around my cycle. I try to build my workout schedule around my cycle. If I know my period, I'm on my period, then I'll typically lower the resistance a little bit in my workouts just to not put that additional stress on my body. I won't completely stop working out because movement is really good for our bodies and for our cycle, but I will take it back a little bit in terms of intensity. So yeah, that's one way I do my, I do help with that. Um, what were you thinking? I'm curious. No, no, that literally, that went the complete way I didn't expect it. And I fucking love it because I actually have a listener <laughs> question I'm looking at right now, which says, girls, I keep seeing this on social media. I have no idea what this is. WTF is cycle syncing. What is it? And should I be doing it? And that's literally a question. Like that's so fucking cool. And also the pharmacy brain, because I'm about to finish my bachelor of pharmacy is just kind of bling, 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 bling right now, because I love the fact that you are an educated woman who is talking about the cycle and actually you're telling our listeners who are mostly female that we're allowed to tap into our body and we're allowed to be not, I don't know if affected by our period is the word, but almost in tune and allowed to manipulate your life in order to you know go with the flow and, and let it be i'd love your opinion I, I don't know if it's huge in the us but in australia a lot of women are on the pill and so yeah. i'd love to know you know from a pharmacy background the pill just regulates you it keeps you kind of at that level obviously there are some really negative side effects and there are also some positive side effects so if you're listening we're not qualified just because i'm about to be pharmacist don't take my <laughs> advice please <laughs> don't need any lawsuits up in here but <laughs> I will say, you know, for me, I'm on the pill. It's worked for me. I know I have friends who it's done the complete opposite effect. But can people can people cycle sync if they're on the pill? I guess from my perspective, not really, but you do still bleed. So I guess you could still yeah. tolerate that or, or work with that. Yeah, that's definitely a common question. I used to be on birth control. I did. I had an IUD for a bit as well. And for me, I had ups and downs with it. I had moments where I liked it and then all of a sudden I hated it. So it really truly is one of those things where it's like everyone's body is so different mm -hmm. and everyone has different reactions and it works for different people for different reasons um but anyways yes you can still cycle sync so what you would do is you know how basically you'd want to operate in the bleed the week where you have your period it's the placebo week but you still feel symptoms like when i was on the pill i still felt like i had a period so Still take it easy, lower the resistance a little bit in your workouts. Um, but then the rest of the time, I would say operate, just really listen to your body's energy levels because the beauty of cycle syncing is you don't have to be super strict with it. I think it can be very, people can get really restrictive with cycle syncing where for me, I got to the point where I really understood my body's energy levels and I'd wake up and be like, okay, so my plan today is to do a cardio workout. I'm gonna do this and that. Am I feeling up to it? And I have to get real with myself. So for someone who's on the pill, really monitor your energy levels and work with your body, not against it. Because I would say for sure on your period, 
slow it down a little bit. But if you feel like the rest of the time you're operating at this high energy level and you want to do those higher impact workouts, whatever your jam is, go for it because you can follow a, you can follow a program, you can follow a diet, you can follow whatever the case is, and it's not built for you because no one's body is the exact same. So you have to make modifications as you need. Yes, a hundred and ten thousand percent. I mean, the fact that you already have been saying that, and you know, the thing I do see online is we see this cookie cutter cycle sinking where you have one phase and it stops after seven days. And let's be real, you know, women's bodies they're not built like that. You know, it's mm-hmm. all well and great that we are cycle syncing, but I love the fact that you're, you know, saying, hey, hold up, your your period might be different. And, you know, let's not demonize the pill. If you are on the pill or if you are on IUD, that also might be different. So I love that so much that it's not cookie cutter. You have this kind of template and then you got to fill your gaps in between. Yeah, for sure. I love that. Now, I am going to bombard Callie with some questions from you girls. Yes. She's not seen them. <laughs> we are getting her live real-time response so be warned it might go to shit um no i'm kidding (laughs) i've set up to fail no 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 i love it (laughs) i'm gonna be spitballing and we're just gonna have some fabulous conversations about it now this first one i really like because i was in this position i'm not a big pilates galley but i know someone else is who i'm chatting to um so this is gonna be very cool so i see all my favorite influencers and models doing pilates specifically reformer pilates online they look amazing I really want to give it a go, but I don't even know where to start. And TBH, will it make me feel and look amazing too? Any help would be greatly appreciated. Yeah. So first of all, Reformer Pilates is so fun. Wait, Angel, have you done Reformer Pilates before? I have not. It's huge here. It's one of those things where it's like, I have, I used to have major gym anxiety, right? So my thing, yeah. my thing like my thing um, <laughs> was gym anxiety. <laughs> um, basically, I now, you know, lift weights and coach and da, 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 da. But reformer yeah. Pilates almost has become that new thing where it's like, oh, I'm not someone who does reformer Pilates. I'm not someone who does that. And it is in the back of my mind going, hey, but why haven't you given it a go? Like there is this little bit of nervous energy that it's it's for leaner people, it's for really toned people, it's for the models, it's for da 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 da. So let's break yeah. that down. Where do I start? Should I be nervous? Are there beginner levels? Yeah, first of all, that's such a, such a valid feeling. I used to teach at a studio in Miami and even as an instructor, I got intimidated a lot. Sometimes some studios just don't have the best vibes and mm-hmm. that's, that's okay. It's exactly the same thing as how you'd approach a gem, right? There's some gems where there's a lot of creepy people out there. You feel like you're stared at the whole time you're working out and you're like, I don't like this energy here. I don't want to be in this environment, but there's other gems where it's a lot more chill. Maybe it's a uh, completely female gem or whatever the case is. So I always say end of the day, don't write off one place or write off one type of exercise based on one experience at a studio. I've been to studios where I don't like specific instructors, but then I take classes with other instructors and I really like them. Mm -hmm. So I guess my best advice to start out is I would go, do you guys have class pass in Australia? Not mm, a little bit. And I know for those who don't know, class pass is like a little app that you can get specific, I guess I would just say tokens, or you can get little things at different classes all around. You don't have to be a member of that specific gym. We do have it. It's not huge here, but there are a lot of Pilates um, studios here. Yeah, so I would say go and see if your studio studios near your house or where you live 
offer free trials or a free class or even they offer sometimes drop-in rates because I know Pilates reform applies can be really expensive. So definitely try out different studios first. Find some of the studios, look at the reviews, see if the reviews look really positive, see if the instructors, specific instructors have reviews. And then I would pick pick a couple classes you want to try, try a couple studios out and also, sometimes studios will offer an intro class. I would definitely 1000% do an intro class. If you want to go to the studio, meet the instructors first. That's always an option too. But I would say start there. Just pick out a couple you like and then stalk their Instagrams, see the vibes. Usually you can feel the vibes through just the Instagram or through the website. And then for actual class, most studios require they're called grippy socks and this is something that i know a lot of clients can get really frustrated about if they aren't aware of this most studios require grippy socks you can order them on amazon for way cheaper than in a studio i've been to studios and i forgot my grip socks i had to pay 30 dollars for grip socks and i was very unamused i was like i'm already paying 40 dollars for your class so that definitely make sure you have the right socks um also typically you can just wear like leggings whatever you feel comfortable in and i'll wear biker shorts sometimes but in terms of actual just feeling comfortable in the class like i know that the typical pilates clientele is the you think of the really fit moms really model bodies the super thin whatever because i mean that's what you see on social media yeah and i would say 1000 percent There are so many different types of bodies that you will see in the classes. I had people who were moms who had just given birth and wanted to get back in shape and start their fitness routine again. I had, I had models. I had girls who were in college and just looked completely normal. So end of the day, just realize that everyone's so focused on themselves. They're not focused on you. And that goes for the gym. That goes for the Pilates studio. That goes for anywhere in life. People only care about themselves typically or are thinking about themselves, which is kind of sad, but also at the same time, don't let social anxiety ruin your experience from going and doing something that you could potentially fall in love with. Yes, a thousand percent. And when you become a Pilates princess, you know, when you step into that world, (laughs) as they say online, I'd love to know your opinion around this, because it feels like once you go into a quote unquote error, that's it. You have to be doing Pilates and that's it. That's the only type of movement. What does your training look like? So are you doing just Pilates or are you doing gym or are you kind of mixing it up? Okay, this is something that I struggled with for literally so long, and I would love to hear your experience with it with the gym too, especially because your podcast name is That Gym Girl. Mm -hmm. So I put myself in a box for literally so long. I thought that because I was labeling myself as a Pilates girl, I could only ever do Pilates. And if I did anything ever else, people would think that I didn't actually do Pilates or my own Pilates. And so anyways, I had all these just limiting beliefs floating through my mind. And one day I had a breakdown in my house. And I was just crying. I was like, I just want to do my own fitness routine that I like. And I don't want to feel- be a Pilates princess. <laughs> I don't want to just have to be forced to do one thing my whole life because I, I love trying new things. And I realized I was holding myself back. I had just these fears that weren't even real or true. And so I signed up for a gym membership in my area. And it was funny because I posted about it and people were like, oh my gosh, I do Pilates and gym, like the gym split all the time. And it was anyways, typically when we make scenarios up in our mind are holding ourselves back, they're not actually real and they're worst case scenarios. So don't be me. But to answer your question, I 
Lately, I've been doing a lot more Pilates and just low impact walks and stuff, but I've been feeling pretty low energy lately. So I've just been like doing and like been very busy. So I've just kind of working out my house, but I did have a really fun little split going on a couple weeks ago where I would go to the gym, I would say once or twice a week and I would do weights. I would typically do some sort of cardio, whether that be the elliptical, the treadmill. I wanted to do stair climber once, but I didn't do it. (laughs) Anyways, I had high hopes. And then the other days, other days I'll typically do, I'll rotate. I have a reformer at my house. So I'll do a reformer. A couple of times a week I'll do reformer Pilates. And then other times I'll do mat Pilates or bar. I love bar too. And then I'll also go on walks or I'll go longboarding. Um, Typically I do cardio outside. So yeah, it really changes every single week. It's usually like right now I'm following one of my monthly programs I have at my studio, but yeah, that's kind of my answer. It's kind of all over the place. No, I I just do what I want to do. Yeah. (laughs) And with the whole, you know, that gym girl thing, it's more, I actually completely disagree with just being a gym girl. And I think that's almost why I, picked the name and took the name because you know everybody sees that gym girl as you know they have their own kind of perception of who she is in their mind you know for some people it might be the influencer who goes to the gym and films herself or for others it might be the gym rat who smells the ammonia and like you know goes "Ah," lifts the weight up (laughs) (laughs) whatever your that gym girl is but for me that gym girl is someone who just moves their body in a way that she wants to and if it's weights training fab I think everybody should be doing some form of weights training you know once or twice a week whether you're in your menopause stage or you know in your you know where you know young young 20s or whatever um so for me at the moment actually I'm lifting weights twice a week and then I joined a sprints club which was absolutely fucking terrifying wait what's that it's sprint so it's track yeah what that's so fun it's yeah it's really really fun but I will say like I'm running with athletes like genuinely elite (laughs) athletes and like there's a video of me online I haven't told there's a video of me online circulating where it's this influencer who is so fast I run with her and she's just like like she runs and I've just I'm not even started she's at the end and I'm in the background you can see and I'm just like oh god please no one no one realize it's me but no it's been so much fun it has been such a challenge but my body has just loved it it's loved the power it's loved the explosiveness and in saying that there's actually, so I'm like name dropping, but I don't mean to. It's where I live in the Gold Coast. There's just like lots of people. There is a, a lady who just went to the Commonwealth Games who trains with us as well. Literally, I said athlete, right? Fucking athletes train with us. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> and she does Pilates in her split. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. So she's a legitimate athlete. She just went to the um, World Athletics where Shakira O'Neal, or what is it, Shakira Richardson? Shakira O'Neal, well, Shakira Richardson, um, you know, the U.S track runner who came first she was amazing if you don't know who she is you should check her out she's really fucking cool okay. anyway where she won and this lady was there and she does freaking pilates and i was like i'm I just love having that for this her. whole realization right now that pilates is everywhere and it's yeah you really can be this hybrid athlete and if yeah. you're sitting here going angel i just gym or angel i just do pilates girl get your bubble out of there and actually try something new because gym and fitness and movement is allowed to be fun. And if I can come oh. last in my sprints and be totally fine with it because I'm having a blast, you can too. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, it's so true. I mean, it's also really, it's really good for our body to do different things because when we just do one thing for all, like for that's all we do, we can plateau really easily. Mm-hmm. And whether that be pushing ourselves with different pieces of equipment or going and doing a sprint club with an athlete. <laughs> or I, I've been start. I live in Florida and I've been surfing lately and that's like my favorite form of cardio ever. It's so good. And I don't feel like I'm working out because it's so much fun. Like even doing something like that, movement doesn't have to be this boring thing. It can be something really fun. Yes, make movement fun again. <laughs> Now, next question is quite cool. So, hey girls. Okay, so I've been on a really, really long journey with my body and the way I feel about my body. I was wondering if you've been on your own body image journey and any advice do you have for me as I continue to love the body I have now? Ooh, I love, I have this very deep belief that, and I look, body image is a conversation that I'm willing to have. So I'm ready if you have differing beliefs, but (laughs) I believe that you're allowed to love your body who she is now, and you're allowed to fully accept it, but equally you're allowed to want to change. Like if you want to elevate and transform your body, that doesn't mean you hate her now. It doesn't mean that you're going to torture her now. It just means you're actually, you know, just want something else for yourself. It's not that deep. Yeah, I heard a piece, it was a quote called, I don't know who it's from, but it was, you can't hate yourself into a body that you love. Mm-hmm. And it's so true because I've had times in my life where I literally hated myself so much. I look in the mirror at the gym and I was like, ew. And then I would torture myself with a workout and then I would see physical results and still hate myself. Like I just, it never changed. But it's when you actually accept yourself and you're like, yeah, like, maybe I'm not where I want to be yet, but I still love my body. My body's still doing its thing. It's still strong. It's beautiful. My shape or size does not, does not define my value or my worth. That's when you're going to actually see results. and You're going to appreciate them too. You're going to love yourself throughout the process. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that there is this assumption that everybody who posts online or shares their TikToks or whatever, that they are fully content with who they are and that they're fully fine with their body and nobody suffers body image. You know, you see these people online posting their bikinis, they must be completely out of it with how they look. And like, let's normalize actually not being okay with your body and having to struggle through that relationship because it can be quite, I don't know if embarrassing or it can be quite almost feel like you know you're having the spotlight on you because you think oh I hate my body so much I'm the only Mm. one going through this 
And that's not true. Like, sis, you're not alone in this. And I don't want to invalidate her feelings at all. But I just want to say you're actually not alone in this. You know, there are still some days where I wake up very recently. And, you know, I think that I'm this person who's got a good relationship with my body. And then I'll have days where I don't. And I want to wear the baggy t-shirt. And I and I have to be kinder to myself. And I have to journal or, you know, have a conversation with my partner about it. And riff back and forth with him. And it's letting those days come, managing them how they will, and then letting them slide. Yeah. And I think for me, something that's been really helpful is, is really attacking the lies that are in my mind. So mm-hmm. I've noticed that I will take photos, maybe it's on the beach and I'll be looking at the photos and all of a sudden there's a mind or an idea or a thought that just plops in my mind that says, oh, look at your cellulite or, oh, your waist is not than enough. Like these little thoughts will just start to play in my mind. And it's up to us to decide, are we going to believe that thought? Are we going to take it captive or are we going to let it plant a seed and let that seed grow and get worse? So mm-hmm. I've been really lately been thinking about, I've been really mindful of what thoughts are going through my mind because end of the day, like if we're doing a workout or whatever the case is, trying on clothes and we're looking at ourselves or beating ourselves up for how we look, those seeds are getting planted versus if we're actually looking at ourselves and we're making a choice to say, I look beautiful in this. My body is beautiful just the way it is. And talking to yourself like you would a best friend, I have truly noticed that that simple mindset flip has made the biggest difference in how I see myself. Yeah. And even the best friend thing is very, very relevant to me. So I don't use the best friend per se. I actually use my little sister. So I might have a little sister who's 11 and I literally look at her and I would never, ever like hand on heart, ever say the things I say to myself to her. And it's for some some reason, as soon as we hit 18 or become, I don't know, even 16, apparently there's this permission slip that's given to everyone, which says, yeah, you're allowed to hate your body now. You're allowed to be horrible to yourself. And that's not true. That's literally not true. Like Take that permission slip, rip it in half, put it in the fucking shredder. I don't care what you do, but you you don't have to hate your body and you don't have to be horrible to her just because you're entering your teen years and, you know, you're becoming, you know, a young woman. And so I really resonate with the whole best friend thing because, yeah, I look at my little sister. Oh, I love that. That's such a good <laughs> analogy. I love the little sister one. It's so true. Mm-hmm. You would never say that to your little sister ever. So why would you say it to yourself? Exactly. Straight <laughs> facts, straight facts. Now I have one more question and then we're going to let you go to live in your Floridian, Floridian, I don't know, life. <laughs> Are there sharks in Florida? Random question. Yes. Okay. Do you guys have shark nets? Shark nets? Yeah, like nets Wait, for the shark. <laughs> Do you think I'm crazy right now, guys? She's looking at me like no. I'm literally losing my mind. No, for real. In Australia, on the eastern coast, not on the west coast. I think they used to have them on the west coast. We have boys with like then mm, I don't really trust if they're nets or if they're real. I don't really know how it works. But apparently there's nets. And we call them the shark nets. They're the boys, like the blobby things that sit out on the ocean. And they keep the sharks from going to the beach? Yeah, so like I've never seen a shark where I live personally. There are some in Sydney, but Interesting. yeah. Huh. Yeah, there's sharks like everywhere. Oh shit. They don't they don't really I mean like they don't really do much though. I feel like it's one of those things where if the water's really murky and you're splashing around, then maybe the the shark might chomp, but like they don't actually go for humans <laughs> intentionally. That's a big I don't um, think they do. 
there's a famous surfer called Mick Fanning. I don't know if you saw in South Africa, he was at like a world's surfing competition and the shark came, this is real. And he punched the shark and then went back in. I'm dead serious. You <laughs> should look at the do. Yeah, if you see a shark, that's what just you like, do. right uppercut. Okay, that sounds Gotta good. Punch him in the nose. <laughs> now, last question. I thought this was really fun. Not fun. Well, maybe. Uh, how do I actually wake up early? Like I wake up every single day and I'm still tired. I feel like I get enough sleep and yet I feel exhausted. How do you girls get up early? Mm, I think the first thing to ask yourself is when am I going to sleep? Because you, it's so important to get enough sleep. I have done the thing where I'm like, I'm going to go to bed at 11 and wake up at six. And that's there's just not enough sleep for my body. Yeah. But even if you are going to bed and you're getting enough sleep, it's also important to look at your sleep quality. So I've noticed a big difference in how well I sleep if I am on my phone right before bed versus if my phone is gone for the hour leading up to my bedtime. That's been a huge thing with like the blue light that comes from the phone. Also, too, I've noticed I sleep better when I'm not worrying or overwhelmed about different things. So whether that be bring out a journal, journal about it, whether that be pray about it, whether that be do some breath work and breathe about it and let it go, meditate on it, whatever it is, I think it's important to slow down our minds before bed because typically if our minds are racing, the dreams that come can also be crazy and that yeah. can affect the sleep. So there's so many factors that go into it. but. I'm a huge believer in if I wake up and it's early and I feel like I did not sleep enough, I let myself sleep more. But I know some people are not like that. So that's just my hot take on it. Yeah, 100%. And I think for me, I've noticed I'm a very sensitive sleeper. So the room has to be pitch black. Like I'm talking horror mm. movie, pitch black. And <laughs> and also um, has to be quite quiet. You know, I'm not, I'm quite sensitive. And so, and also, sorry, just adding this on, it has to be colder as well. So I'm very, yes. very sensitive. It needs to be a cooler room. It needs to be fully dark and it needs to be quiet. And so my partner is very on that. He's like, there's a crack in the door. He'll put like a t-shirt down so there's no crack in the door. I know it's crazy, but it, it's so important. It actually helps me so much. Um, another yeah. part on that is, the routine you have before bed. So I know back in the day, there was the YouTubers who would post like their morning routine and their night routine. And I'm like, yeah. And I would try and like have everything so aesthetic. It doesn't have to be aesthetic. Like my night routine, not aesthetic. I don't even do the hour. I don't have that control. I do half an hour. And I'm like, mm, I know I should be doing more, but I will start with half an hour. So I put my phone away half an hour before and I get myself ready for bed, do my skincare. And then, yeah, I read and I, I've decided I no longer read nonfiction because if I read nonfiction, I'm like working already. I'll read a okay. business book and I'm working. Yes. I'm the same. I read before bed. I read fiction. Mm. That's that's the game changer for sure. hundred <laughs> percent. It is such a big game changer because I would go to bed and I'd be like, oh, I've got this business idea or this or oh my gosh, I'm not, I don't know if it's a sales book, like I'm not selling enough. And now <laughs> I read, where's my book? I was on the other side of the room. I'm reading Wonder. It's the book um about the it's a little boy and he's got like a deformities in his face and he goes to school it became a movie anyway really good book do you have a book recommendation Aww. yeah i don't have right now i ran out I, I didn't run out i finished my most recent fiction book you ran out and i've i've been lacking i feel like when i don't have a fiction book on hand i don't read before bed it's actually mm -hmm. wild so yeah i'll check it out one yeah. day you need to get your hands on a new book because she's run out everyone i love that i've never had someone say they ran out of books <laughs> also go to your op shop your op shop or your your i don't know what do you call it in america uh thrift store has 
so many good books also oh, do you guys do you guys have these here where we have little book libraries or little um like miniature take a book leave a book yes yes <laughs> yes mm -hmm. we have like google if you have a take a book keep a book because they are so cool once you finish a book you put it into this little like post box thing and then you can take somebody else's book that they've left oh my gosh society is so kind sometimes i love that it's so cute there's one in my neighborhood and i want to do it so bad you should i'm telling you you should honestly it's so so cool oh i would love if we like left little notes in there as well like have a good day wait you could oh my gosh idea you could put a sticky note inside of the book and when they open the page you could be like dear person blah 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 yeah so cute oh my gosh i love that okay well, we're both going to go do that now. This <laughs> comes to the end of the episode. We have chatted literally everything under the sun and I am so here for it. I would love to know if there's, is there something you're working on at the moment? Is there something that you're kind of pondering a lot at the moment? Maybe it could be whether it's business related or even if it's an idea about life that you're, you know, is coming up for you quite a lot. Hmm. What am I pondering these days? <laughs> I don't know. Is something like in your routine changed? I don't know. I just want to end this with something new that you're you're experiencing. Okay. This is something new. I've been feeling so I'm Christian and I've been feeling really called by God lately to step out of my comfort zone and two things, show more authenticity online. So instead of, I often fall into the trap of just wanting to show all my perfect moments and that's not what people need. People need more realness. So that's one. And then the second thing is to have courage to do more in-person events. I've been feeling so called to do that lately and I'm doing, I'm hosting an event in New York city in is that next weekend? And I haven't done that in literally like half, like six months. And so I'm really excited to do that. So yeah, those are my two things. Just stepping out into my uh, discomfort. <laughs> I, oh my gosh, I love that. In-person events are so cool. And can I just say, I have listeners who will say, oh, I'm nervous to come to your event because I've done one, I've done two events, one in London and one in Australia. And I don't know if you're the same, but I have listeners or community members who say, I'm so nervous, da, da, da. And I'll be like, me too. I'm fucking terrified. <laughs> that's so, that's like, that makes me feel better. Cause I think sometimes I get so nervous and in my head about it, but in the, the day it's like, if I, I would, I'd feel nervous going to anyone's event too. I, I, it's so true. We're all in the same boat into the day. Every single yeah. one of us. <laughs> oh my gosh. How are you feeling for your event? What do you have anything planned for, you know, obviously you have things planned. Take that question, put it in the bin. I mean, what is the plan? I mean, planned as of like yesterday. <laughs> it's been one of those things where I, I live my life by, I'm like, you know, if it's supposed to work out, it's going to work out. Like I'm such a firm believer in having faith. And so I wasn't even sure if this was all going to work out. I was trying to find a venue and oh my gosh, New York city venues are like so expensive, literally thousands of dollars. And I was just like, I can't justify this, you know, but I had one, I had one spot and they were like, if you just tag us in these amount of deliverables, we'll give you the space for free. And I'm like, yes, 1000%. I was going to wow. do that anyways. So it's, I'm really excited. It's at, it's at a hotel in Soho on a rooftop, like the nice, the, the nice spot. I'm like, yes. My and mouth is open right now, guys. You want to fly in? <laughs> Honestly, oh, if I wasn't in the finals, I would get my little booty on one of those United planes. I swear to God. For like a 14-hour flight. I would honestly, girl, going from Australia, like 14 hours is nothing. 14 hours gets me to like Singapore. Like, don't even worry. What? 
literally like to get to the UK is um, I think it's a it's an eight hour flight followed by a 14 hour flight. What? Yeah. So Dang. going to Have America, you... I'm like, Meh. that's so crazy because like, oh, because for me, Australia, it's so funny. Australia is one of my bucket list places to go. I want to go so freaking bad. You have no idea. And I want to go to New Zealand, too. Mm-hmm. But they're so far. And I feel like you're if that's so true, like if you're used to it, I feel like it's nothing. You're like, yeah, it's a 14 hour flight. It's fine. That's why <laughs> some me, people like, never leave. Crazy. Some people never leave Australia because it's like, it's Seriously? a big country. Firstly, it's a giant country. You know, I flew, yeah. I drove to Sydney for 12 hours. Like if I drove in the UK, I'd be in freaking Belgium or something. 12 hours driving? Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, I guess, I guess that's how US is too, though. Mm. There's places like I'll drive. Yeah. I'm, I was just thinking about like a state. I was like 12 hours in one state, but Australia is a cuck. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> not one state i'm rambling right now because i'm so bad at geography she's like is australia like, upside down uh, i'm like wait is australia a continent is it a don't start this i don't think we are i i don't know i don't want to be know. called out is it australasia or is it australia i have no idea i think it's australia <laughs> and new zealand and then the pacific islands and then asia is its own continent guys don't cancel us for not knowing our geography. Um, I'm is, terrible at geography. It's is insane. your event fully sold out? Is she capacity? No, I haven't even promoted it yet. I literally, yeah. So if there's someone listening who lives in New York City, I can send you the link for it if you wanted to link it. You're welcome to. But okay. it's on the 14th and I don't know when the podcast is going live, but it's for, we have proceeds of it going for breast cancer awareness. And I'm really excited because my friend, she has a small business for their claw clips and proceeds go to breast cancer awareness. And her whole thing is thankful I can, cause just being thankful to have hair and gratitude for that. So we're doing a little collab event and then, yeah. So I'm really excited. But- oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I'm going to post this on Monday then because I was going to post it on Friday, but I've decided now I'm posting it on Monday because y'all girls need to get the date and sign up because I have, weirdly enough, my biggest listenership is in the US, which is random. You'd think it'd be my own country, but apparently not. Okay. I have so many people who do my Pilates workouts. I have a studio, like a virtual studio. They live in Australia. <laughs> when you come to Australia, please do an event. I will come and I will be, so just, like, fun. be your biggest cheerleader. That would be a huge dream. I would absolutely love to do an Australia event, 1,000%. <laughs> okay, well, it's on the bucket list. So, and when you come, I'm going to be there. Sounds like a plan. Well, <laughs> You'll be the first person I invite. I think you're the only person I know who lives in Australia. <laughs> I don't know if that's good or if that's sad. <laughs> no, actually, I know someone else. I know one other person. <laughs> I don't know them. No, I love that. That's so exciting. And I cannot wait until you're here. I would love to do a US event. But our biggest issue with doing a US event is choosing a city. It's a gigantic country. Mm, I would say New York is usually a safe bet. Okay. New York City, LA, eh, eh, LA is a, it's a hit or miss. I don't, I'm not a huge LA girl, personally. It's the other side. But... We don't talk about the other side of the country. <laughs> it's the other side. But... <laughs> New York City, I feel like, is always a good one. Miami is also a pretty... It's usually LA, Miami, or New York City are the big three. Okay. Well, I'll have to do a US tour. Because if I'm there, I'll have to do them by all. You'll have to hit all of them. 
All right. Well, you've heard it here first, guys. Apparently, I'm going on tour, and so is Callie. We're swapping countries. <laughs> I am going to love and leave you. But listeners, if you have not checked out Callie, please go. Her podcast is incredible. You, It's just a mm. bank of knowledge, and you will come away a better human being because of it. So please go and do that. Uh, in the meantime, if you haven't done something for yourself, please go and do it. Just one thing, whether it's getting yourself coffee or going outside for a walk, you deserve it. And Callie and everyone, I hope you have a fabulous day. Thanks. Thanks for having me on the show. So honored. The show. (laughs) The show. (laughs) All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 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 Mm